0: Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Hope you're all having a fantastic day. I know I am. Back in New York City, back in the Cheesehead TV podcast studio. Hope you guys are comfortable chilling wherever you are. The off season is upon us. A whole lot of nonsense happening on Twitter, as it does every day. Before I get to that, I want to give a good old-fashioned shout-out to our friends over at Ticket King. That's right, folks. If you want to go see your beloved Green Bay Packers play tackle football in the year of our Lord, 2023, make sure you head to cheeseheadtv.com. Utilize our schedule and find individualized links for each and every game, both home and away, preseason, regular season, it doesn't matter. Individualized links to Ticket King for each game. You want to utilize Ticket King, people, not some Ticketmaster nonsense not StubHub, SeatGeek, what have you. You want to utilize a company that's been in Wisconsin since the early 90s. They have a place right across the street from Lambeau Field. You can check them out there if you want, or use CheeseheadTV.com either on the website or the app. Head to Ticket King, people. You know you want to do it. The other thing you want to do is talk Green Bay Packers football. That's what we do here because we're devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. I already saw somebody in the chat checking in from Australia. Hello from New York City hope you're doing well on the other side of the world. I love that the Packers are just always a topic. 365 around the globe. Pretty amazing. Pretty awesome. Uh, And speaking of topics, the thing I wanted to talk about today is leadership. I know it's this weird nebulous thing that gets thrown around in the media. And then when players and coaches and staff are asked about it, you get kind of a bit of a smattering of answers. It depends on the guy and what his idea of leadership is. And I am fascinated to watch how the leaders come to the fore for the Green Bay Packers in 2023, because you have to think there's a bit of oxygen there now, you know, and that's, this is not to denigrate Aaron Rodgers in any way, but his departure opens things up for a lot of guys guys who maybe were deferential before because Aaron is a future Hall of Famer and Lord knows they probably felt they didn't really need to step up too much and be vocal and be uh, or feel called to a mantleship of leadership. Whereas now, this is a team that's going to need guys to step up. They're going to need guys to uh, lead either by example or vocally or both. And I think there are plenty of leaders on this team, whether you talk about Aaron Jones, who's already been more vocal, I think been more Kind of present, forward, kind of outward looking as far as the media goes. Definitely uh, stepping up his game in that regard. Uh, Whether it's Jair Alexander and his brand of leadership on the field, clearly not a big, huge rah-rah guy media-wise, but I think anybody who's been to a Packers practice in the past knows uh, he's a guy who will galvanize the troops, so to speak. David Bakhtiari, clearly a leader. You guys, some of you may not agree with his brand of leadership and how he goes about it but I can tell you in the locker room, certainly he's a guy that's being looked up to. Uh, And then Preston Smith. I wanted to talk specifically about Preston Smith for something he said on NFL network recently when asked about what he feels in regards to Jordan love and his role in embracing a new starting quarterback and the, the role the defense has to play in that regard. He also, uh, the tail end of this clip takes a fun shot at my buddy Adam Rank, so I left that in there. Here's Preston Smith on NFL Network, and we'll talk about both of those
1: subjects on the on the on the backside. Here we go. Uh, we know we have to step it up a lot, and knowing how we knowing we have a young quarterback, we have to be tremendous this year. We got to make sure that we step up and um, we do our part to help him get comfortable out there on the field. Like you know, getting the ball in great situations, getting stops, and let him get comfortable back there. And make sure that we put him in great situations. It's not just about him putting us in great situations. It's about us helping him be comfortable and put him in great situations. It's getting him the ball in a great field position and getting stops so that, you know, he can go down the field and get, and get us touchdowns and do his thing and gain his confidence throughout the season.
0: Preston, that's a really good way of looking at it, that holistic view. I um, want to have some fun with you, too, because Adam Rank, who's the biggest Bear fan in the building, we have been having him do schedule breakdowns for every team in the NFL, game by game, pick by pick. I, if you're cool with it, I, I just want you to check out and get your reaction on at least the beginning portion of the schedule. T- take, a, take, a, take a listen. Let's take a look at the Green Bay Packers, where they start the season for the first time in, what, three decades without a Hall of Famer? At quarterback, although Jordan Love was third team all Mountain West during his last season at Utah State. So who knows what's going to happen? But I think they were going to open up with a couple of losses. A little bit of an adjustment period. But you know what? They'll get it rolling. Got a couple of wins in here. Three consecutive wins, including this one against Josh McDaniels, Jimmy Garoppolo, and the Las Vegas Raiders. And then they go out on their bye week. They got the Denver Broncos. On the road, I think they take that one. I think they take this one against the Minnesota Vikings. And even... Beating the LA Rams. Oh, okay, thank you. Let's pause it there. Six and two, Preston. Once again, he's a Bears fan, but six and two. It's June. If if I said to you, you guys could be six and two to start the year, would you sign up for that?
1: Man, that's, that's, I feel like that's a great start, man. But uh, another stat I got for him is, uh, you know, in my career, I've never lost to the Bears. So, I don't, <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't, yes, I don't see that happening. Yeah. I don't see that happening. You know, like I'm, I'm undefeated personally. Every time I played them, I never lost. So that's including the Packers and even when I was in Washington. And, and I, I plan on continuing that streak. I,
0: I love that so much for so many different reasons. A whole lot to unpack there. But real quickly, uh, Preston basically shouting out the need for complimentary football there at the start is my favorite thing I've heard any Packers player say throughout this offseason. Uh, you don't think of the defense as being able to help a young starting quarterback, but he's absolutely right in the sense that you got to put him in good positions. Give him some short fields. Give him more possessions with the ball. Do what you can to support your young buck. The defense will be so important this year. And I love that Preston, as a leader, recognizes that and is undoubtedly preaching that both in the locker room and, as you can see, in the media. And then. The fact that he calls out Adam Rank and says he's never lost to the Bears is just a chef's kiss on the top of it. I had to leave that in there. I know that clip went a little long, but I don't care. Hell, it's the offseason. And I love that we have made now edge wins and losses suddenly is a stat. I mean, I always talk about how quarterback wins and losses is not a stat. Preston Smith has just made edge rusher wins and losses a stat, and I am here for it. I absolutely love it. That. Ladies and gentlemen, is leadership. Calling out a Bears fan on national television? That's Packers leadership I can get behind. I love it. I absolutely love it. Hello to everybody in the comments section. Big Big B is here. What's up, Big B? How you doing? Good to see you, buddy. Been too long. Hope you're doing well. Uh, we got all sorts of folks up in here. Callum's here. What's up, Callum? Brandy, of course. Brandy is here. Amar is here. What's up, Amar? Thanks for the super chat. Really appreciate it. Finally made a live. See you at HH. Do you feel that Shamar Gene Charles has not been used correctly? Feel he would be an awesome boundary off the line corner, like the way Barry wants to play defense? That's an interesting question. I, you know, I'm, uh, man, I am the last person on earth to talk with any kind of authority about where he should be utilized simply because we haven't seen a whole lot of him. And mostly what we've seen publicly has been in the slot. Um, now could he be a boundary corner? It's a possibility, and he has done a little work there. Uh, but I honestly, I haven't seen much that jumps out and says that's you know where he belongs. Um, I actually, it's funny you bring him up because I do think he has looked pretty good the, the handful of times we've seen him in the mix, even sometimes with the starters or at least in rotation with the ones and twos uh, throughout the last couple camps. He just hasn't been able to crack the regular rotation for whatever reason. Now, uh, some of it, he has been injured at times, but even when he has been healthy, he hasn't really sniffed the field much in regular season play unless they were like down a bunch of guys. I'm really fascinated to see what happens with him in camp this year. I mean, it's, you know, essentially put up or shut up time for him in his NFL career as far as being able to stick around Green Bay. I think he's got to contribute on teams. He's done that in the past. Hopefully he can do more of that. But, you know, with Keyshawn Nixon taking the bulk of the snaps in the slot, uh, I don't expect that job to be open. However, maybe he can put himself in rotation for the uh, dime or even some of the prevent stuff. But, you know, he—he's like I said, he's got to put up. He's got to have a good camp because uh, they brought a bunch of young talent onto this team in the last couple years. Tons of draft picks, itching for uh, roster spots, and uh, special teams is the way you're, you're going to stick around. So uh, could he be utilized outside a little bit more? Yeah, I think that's a possibility. But A, number one, he's got to produce on teams. That's his way of sticking around in Green Bay for the time being. Uh, what else we got? <laughs> Randy has a Brewers question. What happened to Corbin Burns? Man, I don't know. I turned on the game last night, and they were down like 2 nothing already. After two pitches, they had guys on the corners. So I think what happened to Corbin Burns is, oh, hey, a real baseball team came to town. Yeah, that was that was a that was a tough look last night. Mike asks, is Nixon going to be used on offense? Good question, Mike. They keep teasing it. Uh we we don't know really. I think maybe they take a look at that. I would suspect they do it behind closed doors. I'd be surprised if we saw any of that in camp, although who knows. Uh, but they've done this before. You know, they talked about Jair Alexander being put on offense and then that never materialized, but Perhaps now without Rodgers and uh, the need to kind of diversify the playbook, maybe they do something like that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they utilized him a little bit in the Tyler Irvin type role, some of the jet sweep stuff, orbit motion, get him out in space, throw it to him out there and let him go to work, much like, you know, catching the ball as a returner and trying to make stuff work through the wash, what have you. Um, It's a possibility. I'm not completely dismissing the idea, but uh, like I said, they've talked this talk before, but it's never really kind of, Resulted in anything, but hey, again, got got a lot of creativity now on offense. A lot of uh, ways that you can kind of maybe create opportunities for guys where maybe they didn't exist before. What are my thoughts on Aaron Jones in 2023, Callum? I think I was actually just on a podcast uh, that'll be out, I think tomorrow or maybe later this week from CBS Sports with my friends Katie and Will uh, talking about you know this might be the year Aaron Jones finally becomes the superstar that Packers fans know he is but he so rarely seems to get the recognition nationally that he you know deserves um the days of Aaron Jones getting three or four touches in the first half hopefully it will come to an end and i would suspect we see him get the ball like 10 12 times maybe hopefully in the first half but definitely throughout a game third quarter, what have you build up a lead then bring AJ Dillon in and pound them in the submission in the fourth quarter. I would hope that would be the approach that they want to use, but Aaron Jones needs to touch the football and without question, you know, he is your most experienced best offensive weapon. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt. We all know Christian Watson is a home run waiting to happen, but as an all around threat, Aaron Jones can kill you in a million different ways. you got to get him the ball early and often. So hopefully, I'm not saying it's completely Aaron Rodgers' fault, but hopefully some of the RPOs and the run solutions kind of go the way of the dodo, and we actually get our superstar running back in waiting a few more touches earlier in games. And that helps the production, that helps the scoreline, and he becomes recognized as the absolute mega-talent that he is. That's my hope. Uh, <laughs> Nixon blocking for Rogers on kick returns, no more, no doubt about it. Too slight to be a workhorse, says uh, Rabindra Zulu. I can't pronounce your. That's a that's a mouthful of a handle. It uh, you know, doesn't need to be a workhorse. He just needs to get the ball more. And I think there's a fine line between becoming like the Marshall Falk or the Eric Dickerson of yesteryear which is kind of the workhorse type that you're probably alluding to. He doesn't need to be that, but he does need to get the ball more. I don't think there's any question there. I mean, he's a football player. He plays running back. Three touches, four touches in the first half of a football game is ridiculous for a guy of that caliber. Um, Yeah, like, do you want to keep him fresh? Do you want to keep him healthy for a 17-game season, hopefully a run to the playoffs? Yeah, of course you do. But you can mitigate his touches, and carries without giving them three a half. That's all I'm saying. Vex, what's up, man? Thanks to Super Chat. Tired of the defense maybe being better every year. Time to be better. Vex, from your Super Chat to the football guy's ears, I hope so, man. Look, we all know there is nobody in Green Bay with a seat that is hotter than Joe Barry's. That is, that's point blank. You know they, His defense has to deliver. It has to be consistent they have certainly had stretches where they look really good and have absolutely been let down by the offense. But this is a year where they have to coalesce and they have to be consistent. They just It just has to happen. And, you know, I don't know if that's a dramatic shift in tendency, scheme, defensive back rules, what have you, but Joe Barry has got to make it work this year. There's no doubt. Ryan, what's up, man? Thanks to Super Chat. Does Adam Rank have the Bears going 20-0 and winning the Super Bowl? I don't know, but uh, I did see a tweet yesterday or l- yesterday evening uh, saying that there was a Bears fan that placed a $5,000 bet for the Bears to win the Super Bowl. And I have my suspicions. Maybe it's Adam. Uh, maybe it's my friend Big Cat. But uh, between those two, I would put the money on Adam. So who knows? Hit like, people. Thank you, Timo. Very, 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 very appreciative. Uh, Brandy, it seems Deguara needs to block downfield more after he pulls. That that has produced some good runs. Yeah, they've done a good job of getting him in motion and then having him kind of fire off the line. Um, There's no doubt that that will be part of their scheme this year. I think we'll see a continuation there. What I love is the idea of, you know, that's been on tape. To your point, we've seen that. Uh, Maybe they utilize that in a way that allows him to kind of engage initially, and then release out into the flat or on a wheel route or something to get him the ball in the passing game. Uh, I think there's no doubt that it's time to utilize his skills as a receiver because, look, he was not utilized a whole bunch uh, in his first couple years in Green Bay. I'm hoping this year the playbook opens up and allows him to you know, be a little bit more productive. And look, in the tight end room, I know he's more of an H-back and slash fullback, but He's the guy with the most experience. He's the guy who knows the scheme like the back of his hand. Get him involved in the offense, whether that is, you know, motioning and blocking for the running game or getting him involved in the passing game. Uh, his time is now. There's no doubt about it. Uh... <laughs> nice. Curtis, that's that's a lovely sentiment. I love you all the way from Canada, but not as much as I love beating the Bears. Sorry. I have nothing to be sorry about, my friend. I I think we're all in that boat, no matter where we are in this world. Hell, like I said, we have someone coming, viewing us from Australia at the moment. No matter where you are on this globe that we call home, we all know one truth will be universal forever and ever, and that's that the Bears still suck. And there is no greater feeling in the world than watching the Packers beat the Bears. So you you and I, we are bound by this very fabric of nature. When it comes to the green bay packers and the chicago bears so no need to be sorry my friend in fact i i salute you i drink to you i carry the g in your honor there we go Mm. that's what i'm talking about great hearing bakhtiari say his knees feels great okay brian Brian, the first rule of bakhtiari's knee is you don't talk about bakhtiari's knee the second rule of bakhtiari's knee You do not talk about Bakhtiari's knee. Hope we're clear. Do I storm the field tonight during the Brewers game? Big B, if you storm the field, I will never allow you on a Cheesehead TV stream, happy hour, anything. Don't be an idiot, my friend. My friend, don't be a jerk. Quoting uh, the great work of uh, Ghostbusters there. (laughs) Soder, Packers beating the Vikings also feels really good. It's true. It does. But, uh, you see, the thing with the Vikings is as annoying as their franchise is and as awful as that fan base can be, it's just, you know, they're just trash. There's nothing satisfactory about it other than that's what should happen, right? The Bears, there's just something warm and fuzzy about it, knowing that they still suck and the Packers have beat them and you can just enjoy your day. It's sometimes it's a slight difference, but there's certainly a difference there. Um, One thing I've noticed about love is he realizes all he has to do is get the ball into his playmakers hands. David, I think there's something, some truth to that. However, it's such a small sample size and you have to think a big part of it is the types of plays that are being called for him. Now, One could say maybe those plays were being called for the former quarterback and he was changing things at the line or what have you. But I I do agree that, yeah, he seems to go through his progressions, know where his outlet is and seems to have no issue with just getting the ball out in rhythm and letting the scheme do the work. Now, that's one thing when you're the backup and you come in in certain situations or, uh, you know, you're a young quarterback that is being catered to offensively as far as the play calling, what have you it's another thing when you are the starter and all of a sudden defenses are designed specifically to take away what it is that you are comfortable doing. Uh, So we'll see. I I think as the year goes on, coordinators will adjust and things will get tougher for him. And I keep telling you guys this, and I I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm not trying to be a wet blanket, but there will be moments. There will be games and stretches of games where it's going to be tough. and Teams are going to take away things that he finds comfortable or where it's clear that's how he operates so i agree that that's you know the surface kind of looking in that's apparently the case but i don't think it'll be the case for long Uh, eventually things happen and guys adjust and then you got to go into your playbook and your scheme and and start doing things a little differently now i don't think it'd be dramatic but those are the things we're going to watch throughout the season and that's what makes it so exciting is uh you know really not knowing how things are going to transpire. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough. Hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Uh, Patreon members, carry the G-Club members, happy hour at the top of the hour. Look forward to seeing you all there. Uh, For the rest of you, in the meantime, please hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, tell your friends, and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go.